Hey, welcome back to another episode. Sorry for the delay, but <coughs> with Christmas, um, things got a little bit <coughs> hectic. So, as always, I appreciate everyone um, who follows the Haunted Demon on Instagram and on Twitter, as well as in Sanity Forever podcast on Instagram. Um, I appreciate all of the support and listeners so far. So in today's episode, we will be discussing the Myrtle's Plantation. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. The Myrtles Plantation was built in 1796 by General David Bradford on 600 acres, that's 0.94 square miles, 2.4 kilometres, and was named Laurel Grove. Bradford lived there alone for several years, until President John Adams pardoned him for his role in the Pennsylvania Whiskey Rebellion in 1799. He then moved his wife Elizabeth from Pennsylvania along with their five children to the plantation. Upon Bradford's death in 1808, his widow Elizabeth continued running the plantation until 1817, when she handed the management to Clark Woodruff. One of Bradford's former law students, who had married her daughter Sarah, Sarah Matilda, the Woodruffs had three children. Cornelia, Gale, James and Mary Octavia, before Sarah Mathilda and two of her children died in 1823 and 1824 of yellow fever. When Elizabeth Bradford died in 1831, Clark Woodruff and his surviving daughter Mary Octavia moved to Covington, Louisiana, and left a caretaker to manage the plantation. In 1834, Woodruff sold the plantation, the land, and its slaves to Ruffin Gray Sterling. Sterling and his wife, Mary Catherine Cobb, undertook an extensive remodeling of the house. Nearly doubling the size of the former building and filling the house with imported furniture from Europe. It was during this time that the name was changed to the Myrtles after the crepe Myrtles that grew in the facility. Sterling died in 1854 and left the plantation to his wife. The Myrtles survived the American Civil War though robbed of its fine furnishings and expensive accessories. In 1865, Mary Cobb 
Sterling hired William Drew Runter to help manage the plantation as her lawyer and agent. Winter was married to Sterling's daughter Sarah and they went on to have six children, one of whom, Kate Winter, died from typhoid at the age of three. The family fortune was lost in the aftermath of the war due to it being tied up in Confederate currency and the Winters were were forced to sell the plantation in 1868 but were able to buy it back two two years later in 1871. William Winter was killed on the porch of the house possibly by by a man named E.S. Weber. Sarah remained at the Myrtles with her mother and siblings until 1878. When she died, Mary Carper Sterling died in 1880, and the plantation passed to her son Stephen. The plantation was heavily in debt, however, and Stephen sold it in 1886 to Oran D. Brooks, who in turn sold it in 1889. The plantation changed hands several several times until 1891, when it was purchased by Harrison Milton Williams. In the early part of the 20th century, the land surrounding the house was divided among the the heirs of Harrison Milton Williams. In the 1950s, the house itself was sold to Marjorie Munson, who apparently noticed odd things happening around the Myrtles, resulting in numerous ghost stories. The plantation went through several more ownership changes in the 1970s before being bought by James and Francis Kermine Myers, who ran the plantation house as a bed bed and breakfast. During this time, Francis Myers, rising as Francis Kermine, wrote a book about the Myrtles Plantation naming it as the most haunted house in America. The current owners, John and Tita Moss, continue to open the house for tours and overnight guests. (laughs) 21st century. In August 2014, a fire occurred in the historical general store located just 10 feet from the main house, causing substantial damage. The most severe damage was in an extension of the building constructed in 2008, leaving most of the original structure intact and not harming the house at all. Listed on the Myrtle's Myrtle's Plantation continues to be a popular tourist attraction due to its association with with paranormal activity 
and has been featured in many books, magazines, newspapers and television shows, legends and ghost stories. The plantation house is rumoured to be on top of an an ancient Tunica Indian burial ground. It is currently a bed and breakfast and offers historical and mystery tours. Touted as one of America's most haunted homes, the plantation is supposedly the home of at least 12 ghosts. It is often reported that 10 murders occurred in the house, but historical records only indicate the murder of William Winter. William Drew Winter is also a very popular character in the plantation. He was an attorney who lived in the plantation from 1865 until 1871. He was shot by a stranger. After being shot, he staggered inside the house and died, trying to climb the stairs. He died on the 17th step of the stairs until today. Visitors, as well as employees in the hotel, still hear his dying footsteps. In 2002, Unsolved Mysteries filmed a segment about the alleged hauntings at the plantation. According to host Robert Stack, the production crew experienced technical difficulties. During the, during the production of the segment, the Myrtles were, was also featured on a 2005 episode of Ghost Hunters. The TV series Ghost Adventures also filmed, filmed an episode there. The television series Most Terrifying Places in America profiled the plantation. So this is this is of evident, evidently a very quick episode, probably probably the quickest and shortest episode ever. But you know, um, but the normal length of podcast will be back to normal in the in the new year. You know, it's just, uh, you know, as like everyone else, I'm taking, I'm just taking time, I'm just taking, taking a break, um, you know, from, you know, spending it with family, so, that, so that will be, that will conclude this episode today, I hope all of you are, are having, or have had a good Christmas. I hope you are all feeling well, making sure you take care of yourself. So yeah, until the next episode, I will bid you adieu. See you later, guys.